one time summer camp. Greetings and salutations to the podcast world. Welcome to the greatest podcast in the history of podcast ever. My name is Eric Hollick, and I will be your host for this amazing session of this one time at summer camp. I'm with my two great friends, John and Jeff, uh, who are going to introduce themselves in just a minute uh, with our awesome get to know you question. You guys ready? I'm so ready. All right. John, are you ready? Uh-huh. Okay. Um, by the way, before we start, John has made these mm. amazing, like, apple cider in an apple drinks. Oh, which yeah. Which is just amazing. I, every, I think people don't realize how crafty John is, both with food uh, wait, and with, what like... Was, what was that word you used? Crafty. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> So, sure. Yeah, you're good. Uh, all right, guys. My wife and I love the month of October. Uh, it's one of our favorite months of the year. And one of the things we like to do is um, there's just movies we always watch during this month. Um, usually like Halloween movies, but then there's other like fall movies and stuff like that. We're going to broaden it out just for you guys, just for you guys a little bit here. What is a movie you could watch over and over and over again? No matter what. So you think Space about Space Jam. That. Okay, you stop. <laughs> it. You think about it. You think about it. Uh, <laughs> are you saying that because still my the, answer? My, Michael Jordan documentaries on in the background. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, my name is Aaron Colwick, and I was the former program director for Briarwood and Camp Stony. A movie I could watch. Over and over and over again, no matter what time of year, no matter what's going on, is The Princess Bride. In my opinion, it is the perfect movie. I think it is an amazing movie, and I love every bit of it. I could quote you almost the entire thing. I've never seen it. Please tell me you're lying to me. I never lie. Oh, my God. Aaron, you're going to be really disappointed. I haven't seen the whole thing either. Are you guys kidding me? But not all of it. Oh my gosh, you guys are the worst. I'm not a princess and I don't do diaries. That's not <laughs> what I said at all. <laughs> oh gosh, fine. One of you jack wagons go. <laughs> go for it, John. That's you, Jeff. Oh, I yes. got it. <laughs> Beat him to it. <laughs> uh, my name is John. I'm the former program director at Luther Heights Bible Camp in the beautiful state of Idaho. Um, now I don't do that, but I wish I was. Um, oh, man. Movie that I could watch. I don't watch a whole lot of movies. I oh. John's answer to be, well, I taped myself fishing one time, so I just like to watch that on repeat. <laughs> Sometimes, oh, there you go. The movie that I like to watch is flipping through my camera roll at all the fish that I catch. That's oh my, my favorite movie. Oh my gosh, John. Do you really not watch movies a lot? Uh, let's see. I can pick a movie. Uh... I will sit down and watch Space Jam anytime. <laughs> I won't. I won't. I'm never the person that's like, hey, let's sit down and watch a movie. Never. Mm. But 
like if Space Jam is playing and I'm in the area, I'll probably sit and watch it. <laughs> oh, is that Bugs Bunny I hear? Along oh, with Space Jam. NBA superstar Michael Jordan. <laughs> Leave all have a sit. <laughs> Ooh, look at oh, that there's apple. a fancy drink. Hmm. That looks like a bug. All right. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, that's me. All right, Jeff, how about you? All right. Well, I'm Jeff Thompson. I'm the current program director at Lutherdale in Wisconsin. I also worked at Sugar Creek in Wisconsin. Um Man, I'm between two movies. I've kind of got two of them, so I'm gonna say name both. Them, name them both. Yeah, name because them both. it's I could watch one or the other depending on what mood I'm in. So either the original Avengers, because oh, it's just yeah. always it's just like a feel good. It's got all the classic tropes the that you want. The, the original Avengers from like 1960s. No, like Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> Not any of the new Avengers. The the original Avengers, or yeah. uh, my favorite like. Christmas time, Valentine's Day movie is Love Actually, and I could watch that year round all the time. It's a, it's I love a terrible it. movie. It's so Ooh. good. It's so bad, but so good. Oh, it's terrible. Okay, I gotta trust Aaron's judgment because he's watched like at least six more movies than <laughs> I've ever watched. <laughs> it's got Liam Neeson. That's all you need. Who? Oh, I, oh no, John. This is the worst. <laughs> it's no your question for John. <laughs> Uh no I I get it a lot of people like the movie my other movie because since you said too my other one I always flip between is the Sting with Robert Redford and Paul Newman which is an old movie but it's You're just super making good up names <laughs> okay even you, you do that a lot movie. did that come out in the eighties seventies sixties oh he was born then oh, oh nice. my god you guys are the worst. Uh, so, Jeff, I believe you are super ready to give us our camp hack. I'm so ready. I'm so ready, guys. So, um, one of my least favorite things about camp is when, like, camping and being at camp is when my feet get wet. And, like, that's yeah. why I exclusively wear Chacos. Um, mm. I just, I hate wet feet. I hate it. It's just the feeling of it, all of it. So, um... After years of practice and trial and error, I figured out the best way for me to always like quick dry my shoes out. And it was newspapers. More than anything else, you take a bunch of newspapers and you shove them in your shoes if they're wet and they dry out so fast. Really? Yeah. Not paper. Not like clothes. Smells out. Yeah. No, newspaper. They just somehow like, I don't know what it is, but they really pull the moisture out of your shoe. And I want to say like within an hour, your wet shoes are good to go. Now tell me, what's a newspaper? It's a really dry and dead piece of media. Um, Aaron, you were alive in the 80s. You know what newspapers are. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I've never heard of that, to dry your shoe. I've done it. I've heard it for like getting odors out of your shoe, which I always felt like didn't work. Yeah. it. I don't think it gets rid of smelly odors. Feet. But... <laughs> wet it gets rid of the wet so or just wear chacos which is far superior to wearing the, actual shoes so does the ink does the ink bleed no no not that only I one way to find out but i would also John, like dig in my shoes and take... look and see oh is there ink in there i just put my foot back in and say oh it's dry cool john i want <laughs> you to take your boots and submerge them in water and then i want you to stick newspapers in there and you let us know if he gets ink inside of your boots, you know I'm gonna. So many holes. I'm gonna say I don't know if it'll work for boots. <laughs> it's more like tennis shoes with that uh, type of material on them. 
That's not I'll what try you it. just I'll said. I'll try it. All right, yeah. John. just told me. Prove us, prove us right, wrong. <laughs> I don't just know. prove us. Prove it. Just prove us. Uh, awesome. Jeff, thank you for that camp hack. <laughs> yeah. Uh, John, moving right along, I think you are ready to give us another amazing camp story. Okay. So here's what it's going to be like a round robin of three mini stories. Oh my you ready? gosh. I'm excited I for this. I love it. And you got to think on your feet really quick with these. Oh, ones. wait, we got to give three responses? Yeah, no. Well, yeah, three res- three responses, one to each of the Ooh. three stories. I like okay. it. And it, it's got to be quick. Are I, the stories like, all interconnected or are they... In a way, they have a lot to do with um, being prepared and then... Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, like unpredictable. Okay. Situations. So, Jeff, I feel like woods. we need to decide now which one of us is going to go first for each story. So one of us has to go first twice. I propose. You go first twice. Okay, cool. Hey, no, no, no. Aaron. I'm the host. Thanks, Aaron. So I get to decide. I'll go first twice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do this, John. I'm excited. All right. So first story. <laughs> okay. So at Luther Heights, the season is cut at October because we start to get a ton of snow up there. I mean, like feet and feet of snow that we uh, can't get into. A um, couple of different reasons. We, we just don't have enough programming in the winter to run up there. And the Forest Service and our permit doesn't allow us to uh, work in the summer or work in the winter up there. Um, But there's still like buildings and things that we need to keep an eye on, the property that we need to keep an eye on. Um, So we have to make our way up there at some point in the winter. One of the ways or well, there's a few ways to do it. I've skied into camp like cross country ski. Um, I've (laughs) snowshoed into camp. Same. Uh, But this situation... Uh, was with my my good buddy Tyler, who we've had on the show before. Uh, we rented snowmobiles. Now I'll tell you right now, this was one of the first times. Maybe it was the first time that Tyler has ever been on a snow machine. Um, that has nothing machine. to do with this story. I love, I love that you called it a snow machine. Like snow that's machine. such a broad spectrum of what it could be. Right. Um, so we we get up to there's a, a place that you can rent them up in the valley there and you can stay the night in one of their cabins uh, we get up there we stay the night and then that next morning we get up early we get on the snowmobiles and we head towards camp it's about oh five six miles from uh wh- where we were staying to get into camp so we get on our way um, we're going to clean snow off roofs, everything like that. We get into camp and we're both really hot. I mean, it's there's a ton of snow everywhere, but I mean, like it's it's work to get into the camp through the snow. Like even after you get out the snowmobile, like you're climbing through snow and you heat up really quick. Um, so we get really thirsty. We go back to our snowmobile. We realize we have no water whatsoever. What do you do? I would immediately 
take the snow and gather it in some sort of t- uh, plastic thing plastic. and okay. uh, like a Ziploc bag or a tarp or something uh-huh. that you could like it contain the water. And then I would hold it up to the to the sun and say, God, bestow upon me <laughs> the nourishment that I need to live. And I would poke a hole and then just ah, ah and then let the water drip down and drink. OK. Or, you know, just eat the snow. <laughs> okay. Yep. Yeah, that's a lot smarter than what I was said. Uh, mine was to just <laughs> eat the snow. That yeah. that's what I would do. If you, if you okay. know if you hold it in your mouth long enough, it just kind of melts and then it's water. So I mean, yeah, but you get brain freeze, don't you? Nah, dude. Yeah. I need you to do. watch you eat a snow cone, just like <laughs> snow cone is different from snow, though. Like, is it? Is because it? I feel like it's the same thing. Hey, I'm like, from Wisconsin. I've done this a lot. All right. Eating snow is not bad. You just make sure it's not yellow and just pop it in. So I will say, we did both of those things. Well, not the whole got holding it up again, that kind of thing. <laughs> that, was a, that was not what we were thinking of in the moment, I guess. Uh, we did try to eat snow. It was very cold. <laughs> yeah. But we still got some water out of it. And then we found like one of those heat lamps. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and put a bunch of snow in a bucket and put the heat yeah. lamp on, on, on the snow and melted snow. Was it and, funky and tasting? Then, oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's yeah. got to be weird. Water. Okay. Um, so my next. My next Nailed one. it. Uh, Good job, Jeff. We're one for one. Did it. You know? Yeah. Okay. Next one. Um, oh, which one was it going to? Okay. So we're up in the woods. We get into camp after a long winter very long winter that year and start walking around camp and there are giant holes everywhere like in the pass off the pass next to the cabins next to next to the um dining hall everywhere we're trying to figure out what these are i know holes, immediately like what holes it is. in the ground like holes in the ground like dead okay. like yeah like oh shoot i know exactly what this is and then we see it we see a family of badgers yeah. climb out of a hole next to one of the cabins that we would have had kids in and just scurry into another hole. There were like six badgers there, <laughs> and we could not get these badgers to move. We tried burying the holes. We tried like pushing them towards the back of camp or like, you know, getting more movement around the holes when obviously the badgers weren't really there but trying to be seen more and make more of a human footprint so the badgers would leave, they would not. They had claimed this camp as their own. (laughs) And badgers, I mean, well, we've got somebody from Wisconsin here. They know about badgers. But (laughs) we... They would not move. And they were getting dangerously close. Um... There were many run-ins where the badgers would start hissing and like growling at people that walked by them. Um, or you'd be walking out of your cabin in the morning and come upon like a full-grown badger just staring at you. And so you'd run back in your cabin scared for your life. What do you do? You have a badger infestation at camp. Well... Um, yeah, so I don't actually know a lot about badgers, uh, even though I'm <gasps> in Wisconsin. That's your right state now. animal! I'm from Minnesota, okay? 
I just live in Wisconsin. But you live Fine. in Wisconsin. What's the, hey, what's the state animal of Minnesota? Your mom. <laughs> oh, no. I don't oh, think that's true at all. But if it is, that's really cool. <laughs> it is really you cool. You should ask her. Um, no. So, okay. Uh, we've dealt a lot with woodchucks. That's kind of what we deal with here. Um, but <laughs> it's a similar thing where they get to be pests and it's more damage to the camp buildings. If they're digging their holes underneath, uh, they can really uh, damage the structure. So... Oh, yeah. Um, while it would be nice to get rid of them peacefully, like sometimes you just have to take care of them because they are pests and they're getting to be a problem and getting rid of them peacefully hasn't worked. So one thing I know about woodchucks, I'm guessing might be the same about badgers is if they eat gum, it like it clogs up their system and they die. Um, yeah. So you can, you can bait traps with like, a piece of turkey and gum in there or like peanut butter and gum or just whatever and gum what? and it will kill them. So what? yeah, I'd probably just bait them because I want to well, like do poison. That's a little, I don't know. Well, then you got to clean it up too. So gum does that to like woodchucks? Yeah. I'm never chewing gum again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That is, I know about the gum being bad for animals. That's why you don't allow gum in camp. Um, it's a lot of animals will do that. Um, well, I think what I would do is I would try to figure out exactly what a honey or what a badger loves to eat, <laughs> not honey badger, uh, what a badger loves to eat the most, um, which might be honey. I have no idea. Children. Uh, I'm not from Wisconsin. Um, and then I would gather as much of that as I could into a pile, into a large open area and much like herding sheep. I would gather them into this pen. Tell me about herding sheep. Uh, it's much like you have to put a bunch of food into a pen, and then they automatically go to it. Yeah, um, that's why right. the shepherd. That's why the shepherd industry died out. Someone figured that out, and it was easy to do. <laughs> um, so, Correct. <laughs> um, so I would get, get them all in, and then boom, new camp attraction, Badger Petting Zoo. Badger World. Yeah, Badger World. Uh, the Badger... Ben, uh, bonanza as it were by the way fun fact minnesota doesn't actually have a state animal yeah take that it has a and they have a state bird Bird. and a state fish is it a state bird a loon it is a loon what's the state fish i don't know that a loon (laughs) a walleye oh yeah yep a walrus oh yeah a walleye for sure what's your state tree is it oak? No, that's no. Telephone towers. <laughs> Red pine. Oh, I should have known that. You should have known that. Come on. I'm literally John from the town too. Pine Island. That's my hometown. Come on. Yeah. Pine Island. Yeah. Uh, all what right. They name it that. I don't know. All the all the badgers. All the red pines. <laughs> all the. All the <laughs> All right, so the John, badgers. Tell us what you do with the badgers. Yeah, what do we oh, do with the badgers? It's just plug up the holes and then they go find another home. So that's what we tried to do. Did you give them um, money? We, <laughs> we literally could do nothing. And I will say that at some point we did need to take care of these badgers <gasps> with forceful means because they and we we did we contacted the fishing game we got a hold of them saying you know we've got this problem what can we do they said we're really not going to send somebody out there to take care of this for you 
just do it in a safe way and don't make us come out there and like get after you. So we did it in one of the Idaho ways that we know how. With potatoes? Eventually, what? With potatoes? Yeah, we fed them mashed potatoes and they just left. Um, oh, God. <laughs> but eventually, I mean, they just kept coming back, kept coming back that this wasn't working. This option was not working. And so we just had to keep filling in holes. At one yeah. point, one of our options was what we called the badger bat. We never actually used this bat on anything, <laughs> but people were on badger patrol and they'd take the badger bat with them and really they'd just fill in holes and like this this is how we lost viewers. <laughs> I'm so sorry if you're offended right now. PETA, uh, don't come are, after us. You if you are a badger, I am so sorry for We didn't the... hit them. We did not hit them. It, it was more of a we, we didn't actually use the It's like you pretending to be badgers. big, you know, with a bear. You just yeah, hold a bat. Right. I got gotcha. you. Um, <laughs> eventually, the badgers just took off. One day, they were, there were <laughs> 20, 30 of them on site. Next day, we couldn't find a badger if we needed to. Like, Do badgers migrate? I, apparently. So I did quickly Google this. I said, how to get rid of a badger? And there's a website and their article is called How to Get Rid of a Badger <laughs> by, by Diana K. Williams from hunker.com. <clears throat> this sounds great. And it talks about the American badger, uh, also known as a Taxidea taxis. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, they said to the three things to do are to close the buffet. So basically take away their food source. Oh, and so like you have (laughs) well if you have things like like depressions where water goes and like frogs get in there and stuff like that they love that kind of stuff Um, frogs they prefer to hunt in open areas without trees they love small mammals in the middle of trees it says they love mice rabbits squirrels pocket gophers and frogs oh okay we do have a lot of like little gophers yeah there you go uh, it says to put a lot of light. Uh, they are nocturnal. And then it, it says, John, to, were rabid, then, man. Fill, to fill up the holes. We are you sure those were badgers? badgers? Are you positive? They were for sure badgers. Really? Where were they? They could have they been rabid. Because we someone fact check us that was the there. Like, that's a sure sign of rabies. Yeah. If you see a nocturnal animal in the middle yeah. of the day. Like... Also, yeah. like going against normal patterns. Well, it says they okay. They prefer they feed at night, is what it says. I don't know if it's nocturnal, but me too. Anyways, um, uh, give us your third story, John. All right, third story. So, one of the great ministries that camp does is hosted ministries. We have groups that come on site, um, and our staff gets to play host. They do dishes, they clean, they um, lead activities like they would with campers. Uh, they're just not in the cabins with these groups. And a lot of the times these groups have their own program going on. So we are literally just hosting them. Uh, we had a group come on site. Um, and one of their, it, it was a religious group. One of their faith practices was that they could not have caffeine. We do have a large coffee pot at camp. 
and it is marked coffee. Um, at one point during the weekend, <laughs> yes. I see many of these folks going to the coffee pot, pouring some of it, and then mixing hot cocoa in, in with it. No. Um, no. Again, it clearly it clearly says coffee on it, and I'm just thinking, you know, it's fine. They, you Hot know, water. they might they they might be coffee drinkers, and that's <clears throat> that's fine. Even though it's like fairly common that they do not drink coffee, <laughs> um, so <laughs> this group is basically making mochas for themselves all weekend with this. Um, and eventually, you know, we, we've just got to cut that off, but we've got to come clean about it. What do you do? Wait, they didn't realize... Wait, hold on. I have a clarifying question here. They did not realize, no. That it was coffee? What did they think it was? No clue. Oh my gosh, that was... They continued to go into it. I don't know if they thought it was decaf. I don't know if they... What? what? Because they just can't have caffeine. It could be decaf coffee and that'd be okay for them. Even decaf has a little bit of caffeine in it. Uh, All right. What do you do? I would find whoever the leader of this particular retreat is. Mm -hmm. And I'd say, hey, could could I borrow you for just a moment? I just wanted to chat with you real quick. Uh, When you have a convenient time. And so if it was at that moment, I'd pull them aside and be like, hey, I just noticed that your uh, uh, some of your participants have been drinking from our marked coffee pot. You know, the one that says coffee right there that and C-O-F-F-E-E, right there, coffee pot. And I just want to let you guys know that that is indeed what it is labeled. That is coffee. Uh, I know in the past, caffeine has kind of been on the ixnay list. So just kind of wanted to double check that. You still want that coffee pot there. And okay. then I would see how they react. If yeah. they if they were like, oh my gosh, we thought it was decaf, or we thought it was uh-huh. really tasty water, or <laughs> we thought uh, I didn't realize they were doing that, I'd be like, you know what? I'm so sorry that happened. Uh, I guess we just can talk about that next time, but I'll just go ahead and take it out of here right now. Okay. Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. Um... You know, go get creative. I'm going to. um, I would just find out who made the coffee. I would start there because, like, there's always there's got to be a staff member to make it. So it's John. John John made the coffee. All right. So um, (laughs) I would take the coffee and I would slowly, um, through the rest of the time, start watering it down a little bit more and a little bit more. Until yeah. it's just water with like brown uh, food coloring in it. And just like ease it out of their system and pretend like it never happened. Um, if they ask anything, be like, oh yeah, like our water always comes out a little brown. It's fine. Oh, We're not, not good. <laughs> it's recycled water. Um. <laughs> What's your, uh, your one guy's name? Your outhouse. Oh, was it uh, Clive? Clive, Clive, yeah. We use the water from Clive. Oh God, no! Oh. I don't know how to get that. 
John, I uh, before I don't you know answer, what I do on question. Uh-huh. Did you know <laughs> did you notice any of the participants like exceptionally excitable or like <laughs> jumpy or twitchy? Well, then I mean if you haven't had caffeine and then all of a sudden you throw it into your system like <laughs> things are going to be different. It was across the board. We had people with headaches, we had people with mounds of energy we had How people not... <sighs> here's wow. what we did absolutely nothing i i <laughs> <laughs> was basically right <laughs> we it's Come out on. there it's specifically labeled coffee it's an a hospitality piece and if that is the hospitality that they choose absolutely fine it did so, catch me off guard somewhere knowing that. the religious background of this group to see that happening but you know people practice their faith in different ways you know i will admit i did uh, nothing <laughs> somewhere matt bombhart is listening to this and he like the king oh. of hosted ministries and he's just like yeah, yeah. Yes, that's amazing. <laughs> Just sit back, drink a beer, and watch the show. That's what you I, do. I want him, <laughs> Matt Baumhart. I need you to comment on this episode, <laughs> or send us a message, or about what you call our voicemail, or call our voicemail. Oh my gosh, Matt, call the voicemail, <laughs> please. please. I feel like that could be a rabbit hole. Um, <laughs> what let I'd us know what you would have done in that situation. Yeah. Thank you. Matt Baumhart, for everybody who's listening, is the uh, former uh, director of operations for Briarwood in Texas. And he has had just an immense amount of experience in the hospitality industry. Um, the stories this man has. We need to get him on this podcast. The stories this man has. You know, I tell you what. Eventually, whenever we do like a like a like. R version, R-rated version of like this one time at summer camp, the one time at summer camp at night. Yeah. Episode. Matt has to be the guest star on that one. That man has stories. <laughs> Some of them are like X-rated. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Such John, thank you for the trilogy of short stories. That was good. Uh, that was really good. Um, I love that. <laughs> Um, I think it's a think on your feet, guys. Good job. I, I think it is a blessing that we all three of us never work together at the same camp. Oh I man, know. we should though. That'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that? We'd last a month. Like, <laughs> uh, all right, guys. I hope you enjoyed listening to this amazing episode. Um, if you would like to hear your story, or you want to get a shout out, or you want to hear something happening. Um, there's multiple ways to get in touch with us. You can email us at this number one time at summercamp at gmail.com. Uh, you can get us on Facebook. That is actually like probably the easiest way to get a hold of us because we all check that a lot more frequently and we get notifications on it. So, uh, give us a message on Facebook or comment or do something. Uh, you can, this is my new favorite thing. You can call a phone number and leave a voicemail for us. Uh, the number is 262-885-1551. And I 
wow. I'm going to guess because he would have probably immediately texted us and told us, Jeff, we have not gotten a voicemail yet. No, we? we challenged Listen. someone. I won't say his name because I'm upset about it. To call our voicemail if he listens, and he didn't call. It's because he doesn't listen. I, I know. told you. I'm really I told upset. You he doesn't listen. It's very sad. All right. Uh, let's see. I, I know some people listen, though. Uh, I'm going to challenge two people Hannah Schwieger and Kyle Rydell. Oh, Ooh. yeah. If you're listening, these are two friends of mine, two former coworkers. If you're listening, I want you to call this voicemail. If you do, John will eat a – he'll take a bite out of a raw onion oh, on good. the podcast. No, he like, has to eat – Eat it like an apple. He has to eat like the sweetest cake in the world. Uh, oh, that's me. way too mean. <laughs> that's rude. We've all seen that. <laughs> I forgot about the carrot. That's been done, Jeff. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, no, genuinely, I want to see him eat a raw onion like an apple. I could do it. <laughs> and throughout the course of the episode, he'll continue to eat it. <laughs> and by the end of the episode, he'll be done. Okay, what type of onion? Uh, I'm going to go with, I'll, I'll, help, I'll help you, a white onion. Okay. But, a white okay. onion. <laughs> a white onion. <laughs> All right, y'all. <clears throat> uh, we also have something special lined up. I'm not going to give too many details yet, but everybody should mark their calendars for the evening of November 6th. What? Something November special. 6th. November 6th. Something special is going to happen on November 6th, y'all. It is going to be awesome. It's going to be great. We'll kind of be eking out and hinting at some more things of what it's going to look like, but we are going to have... Uh, you know what, Jeff? Why don't you give a hint here? Why don't you give us a little taste of what's to come? Do we want to tell them what it is, or should we wait on that still? <laughs> I don't know. You know what? Screw it. Guys, we are going to be doing... Just tell them. We've, te- we've teased it before. We're, we're going to be doing a live episode, right? Ooh, I live. have no idea what this is going to look like. Live Jeff bait. Is the one doing this, so I don't even know the details to give it to you yet, but we're doing a live episode. It's going to be awesome. Get ready for all the things that don't get edited out. <laughs> um, Mostly uh, more comments from me. Yeah. John! John. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. The live episode is going to be uh, different. <laughs> um, we might have some more surprises lined up for our live episode. We'll, we'll let you guys know. All right. Uh, gentlemen, anything else to add before we sign off? Um. Yeah, I want to say Go one more thing. The doing the hot chocolate and coffee is actually low key amazing. I do it all the time at camp. It's a camp mocha. You just fill up oh, some yeah. hot chocolate yeah. in your coffee. Oh, so good. It's too sweet for me. I like. I like just like regular like black coffee. So, but it just changes it up, you know. Because at camp, like you don't get like you never have the nice cream or anything in there. Like it's black coffee, black coffee. And to change it up a little variety, you just do some hot cocoa in there and then can't mocha. Okay. Maybe you didn't have the nice cream or something. I gave the kitchen staff my creamer and said, well, whenever I want to get my coffee, I want to be like <laughs> kitchen worker people like, Oh, and you walk over and like, give me my little like creme brulee one and be like, there you go. <laughs> it's delicious. Uh, but normally I just drink a black. Uh, cool. Y'all. All right. John, any final words? Uh, go vote.
go vote indeed wow. what wait, he wait. said be <laughs> an educated voter get out there make your voice heard um if you can't vote yet your time is coming and encourage other people to yeah please do <clears throat> all right y'all with that responsible note my name is aaron that's john that's jeff we'll see y'all next week bye hey, i'm john yeah i'm john summer camp